Well, hello, my lovely, lovely people. So this week, what has gone down? We did a few different photo shoots, one specifically for the podcast and the website. So I'm so excited to show you these photos. Um, Our photographer, I say our, but my photographer uh, did such a great job and I'm just so excited to share those images with you. They'll be up on the website and I'll obviously be teasing them and posting them on Instagram too. So make sure you follow. Um, I also got a COVID test done recently, just trying to do my part and make sure that I'm all in the clear knowing that um, I'm also technically a compromised human being knowing that I have diabetes but at the same time I know that I am healthy in my diabetic state taking my pills exercising eating right doing those types of things but yeah just trying to make sure that I know what is up have you guys taken COVID tests? What is it like in your area? The guy told me that it was going to be a light tickle behind the eyes, but I swear I felt it in my brain. I swear he tickled my brain. I swear. (laughs) We're also starting holiday mode over here. So we already have watched Home Alone and I don't know about you, but I noticed definitely for Halloween, The decorations this year were off the chain and I'm just so excited to see all of the holiday lights and decorations moving forward. I honestly feel my Filipino heart sing whenever I see holiday lights. No joke, I'll be driving down the street early in the morning and I'll see holiday lights and I'm pumping my fists in the air because I'm just so excited. Being in the Philippines at Christmas time was just such a different experience. And to know that my people share my love for this holiday makes me so happy. Um, But for real, like Filipinos start counting down Christmas in September. And I went to go (laughs) hang out with my mom and she was watching the Filipino network and legit they have a countdown going on TV. So, if you say it's too soon, I say you cray. (laughs) But I'm needing more show and movie and even book recommendations, knowing that the holidays are here. And with this version of lockdown, we won't be so easily distracted with the beautiful outdoors. So, I'm needing some indoor things. What you got? Especially since I don't want to keep baking keep baking I made one batch of cookies but I'm also eating said batch of cookies so yeah just looking for things to do watch read consume send me all of your recommendations please and thank you last week we talked about what happens to our bodies when we ignore our feelings so today I wanted to go into a bit of how we can invite our feelings in as friends instead of foes and things to be aware of when we are ignoring our feelings and included in today's episode is my best feelings hack to really choose your feelings on purpose so let's not dilly-dally ready Hi friends, welcome to the Big Kid Pod, where all are welcome. In this safe space, we talk about what scares us, what prepares us, and what makes us great. 
As big kids, we have learned the hard way that none of us really know what's going on. And we all have our own stories and journeys. And that's why it's always better together. I'm your host and guide, Christina, AKA KDC. As a life coach, children's yoga instructor, and mindfulness ninja, I hope to inspire you to dive into your life with more kindness, more courage, and more adventure. You ready? Let's get into it. So looking at your own habits, I want to ask you, obviously, no judgment, but I am as guilty as the next person for this. But what do you do when you don't want to do the thing that you're supposed to do? Hmm. This can be a really great and clear reflection of how we also approach our scary feelings. Maybe you pick up your phone and fall into a scrolling black hole. (laughs) Sometimes I'll pick up my phone for a real legit reason and just because of that habit, I'll start scrolling instead and completely forget why I actually needed my phone. Maybe you like to schedule, another thing I love, but maybe you are keeping busy by doing things. Maybe it's the complete opposite again, which I'm also really good at, and you're spending most of your time in thought, thinking about the things that could and will go wrong, and then all of the possibilities and the ripples after that. This can be, again, a really good reflection of how you are currently dealing with your feelings, because that's another thing that we want to ignore. Maybe you do it by numbing, whether that's indulging in food alcohol, drugs, any of those things. Whenever there is something uncomfortable or a scratchy feeling comes up, what's your go-to? I was having this conversation with my teenager the other day because we were talking about homework and they were ignoring the fact that it was due the very next day and they were literally just trying to do everything but the one thing they were actually supposed to do. I know I can't see you, but hands up if you can relate, either with your own teenagers or even with yourself. It's the fear that keeps us stuck. We're scared about making more work for ourselves or scared to be faced with the reality that we can't do the thing or aren't worth the time or that we're the ones that are just so broken that nothing will work. Well, friends, the reason I wanted to record this episode today is because I wanted to remind you that our feelings don't happen to us. They happen for us. Let me say that again to let it absorb into our brains. But feelings don't happen to us. They happen for us. This month, we've been looking at how our brains and bodies are connected. And when we ignore our feelings... We just put up walls, not just around our hearts, but our health as well. Our feelings are clues. They're not facts. They are our memory response. They turn on to alert us of danger or past circumstances where we have encountered danger. They alert us when we should be empathetic or helpful. They're legit just our guides. One thing that keeps us stuck in the suck is just by thinking about how we feel. If you're using my self-caring rhythm, this usually stops at level three at name the emotion. 
Our brains like to hijack us once we name the emotion because it will tie that feeling to an old survival response. Step four in the self-caring rhythm is to feel it all the way through. But again, we may get hung up on thinking about how we feel that we actually aren't really feeling the feeling. Thinking about the feeling keeps us from expressing and managing the emotion. It's the process of expression at the level of thought versus actually feeling and moving that energy around through our bodies. That's why this pod and things are moving into a new direction and we're going full on emotional investigation mode. Moving forward, we're going to take this work even deeper, especially in the mastermind group. We're going to be asking questions and finding our own survival habits so that we can level up and start following our feeling clues with less fear. Don't worry, the podcast will always be here for you. But know that when you are part of the paid mastermind, we will have extra podcast episodes just for you. There will also be weekly check-ins and a private Facebook group for us to ask questions, vent, and most importantly, cheer each other on. So, we feel a feeling, we name it, but then what? We need to feel it all the way through. I've said it before that it takes about an emotion three minutes to really travel through our bodies, but it takes even longer for our bodies to really get back to our baseline. With research, it says around 20 minutes for that, to, for that transition to fully happen. So if we keep ignoring and f- keep scrolling or overthinking or indulging, we are never really able to get back to that baseline because we're elevated and then it just keeps us there. Our feelings need processing, but more importantly, our feelings need action. Again, emotions, feelings, it's energy in motion, and that energy needs somewhere to go. I like to think of my feelings not only as things I experience, but also things that I get to do and create. So right now, what is the feeling you're trying to cultivate more of? Thinking of the feeling you're wanting, are you Are you doing the things to make this feeling happen? I found that the key ingredient to create feelings on purpose is the consistency. It's doing the things. It's not enough just to feel the feeling of competence and success, but it also needs action. All of it needs action. Love takes action. Success takes action. I can think of all of the actions that I do or don't take when I'm stuck in an uncomfortable feeling. And that's the perfect example. What is your current action when met with an uncomfy feeling? Again, what are you doing to stay in the suck? That is the action that is creating more of those uncomfy, scratchy, unwanted feelings. I've been listening and reading Seth Godin's new book called The Practice, and he says we can define what we are by what we do, not the other way around. Thinking about marriage, yes, we're still in 
no, I can't even say we're in the honeymoon phase. We're in real life. COVID doesn't give us honeymoon phases. But thinking about marriage, as females, we're always taught that the happily ever after comes after finding our Prince Charming. And finding Prince Charming is really the hardest part of our stories. But realistically, all of the hard work comes after finding the prince. Again, love takes action. It's not enough for us to say it, but it's also the things that we do to show love. This is why I love teaching about love languages. There are five main ways people receive love and it matters. In order to show someone that you love them, it needs to be in a language that they understand and it requires action. It can be hard because we focus on the massive effort it takes to really go through the feeling. Again, we might be scared because we can't get through it or we're scared that it will create more work for us or we'll be met with the reality that we're the broken, broken, broken ones that nothing will ever work. But none of that is true. We're focusing on how things should be but keeping our eyes on the should is keeping us far away from the effort. So check what you see. (laughs) Make sure you're focusing also on your effort and not just the end result. The fact that you are out there trying and living and doing the best you can right now tells me that you are enough. The fact that you are human living on this planet tells me you are enough. So remember that you are a whole person. Sure, we are holy from all of our mistakes and our scabs and our scars and all of the baggage, but it doesn't make us any less whole. So what's in your control? Remember, it's never going to be another person, only yourself. You can control the effort you exert, how you show up, is within your control. Okay, so my go-to hack is choosing your feelings on purpose is to commit to the action to create the feelings you are looking for. Again, my man Seth Godin says waiting for a feeling is a luxury we don't have time for. Remember, we become what we do. So what do you want to become? Do those things. There's lots of posts online of CEO tricks and morning routines and these things like the seven habits of highly effective people are all action things. Again, I'm so excited to move into this realm and just give you guys more action to keep making those feelings that you want. So you might be waiting for the feelings to come up, but nothing is happening. And then you start to get mad at yourself. Shit, maybe you get mad at me because I told you it would work. (laughs) But it's important to check what other thoughts are accompanying your feeling words. What actions are you taking or not taking? If the pattern is, I want to be successful, mm, but I know I'm not, that just creates more resistance than success. If I want to feel successful, I need to do things 
that would make me successful. So that would mean trying. That would mean failing. That would mean putting myself out there. It means action. If the thought is I should feel more success or I shouldn't feel a specific way, again, that's the resistance. And there's no space for should in a room of action. So you want a shortcut to hack a feeling? Do. Do the thing. Take action. Take action to bring on the feelings. My survival habit was to overthink, overanalyze, overstress. But it came with a lot of action only done in my head, not real life, which is hard because it feels like you're doing things, even though you're not doing them at all. But all of these things just kept me in a survival space and habits and thoughts that just kept creating, again, the same things, resistance, a lack of, a lack of success, a lack of love, a lack of freedom, a lack of connection. But we can access it all if you want it. Do you want it? Pay attention to where you're feeling, your feels in your body today. What is feeling off kilter? Think of how you can move those energies around in your body. You don't have to do yoga, but you know me. That's where I like to start because it really centers me with my breath. What is something that you can do to be and feel more supported today our feelings word of the week is whole i want you to say this is me i am enough what is something that you can do for yourself to make this feeling true what is the action you can do let me know as always i'm here for you talk soon Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Big Kid. As you travel through the world this week, remember, kindness drives change. And we're all on a journey. And the best part is that we're not alone. Sign up for the newsletter to get my formula to add more mindfulness into your day. And every month I send out a guidebook that helps you shift from your surviving habits to thriving ones. Join the Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at BigKidPod, where the conversations live on. You can even leave me a good old-fashioned voice message over in the show notes at kdccoaching.com. Sending you so much Filipino-Canadian love. Talk to you soon.